Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, strangely, quite a lot of my clients and actually many of them who are very successful, kicking ass, you know, making waves, they are having this real sense of fear of it all falling apart, you know, losing everything. It's all going to shit. Uh, And I'm not sure that that ever truly goes away. And I want to let you know some tips to transcend that huge fear. And I was talking to a billionaire yesterday. He'll be out on my podcast coming soon. And the first question where we started discussing his growth from nothing, literally nothing, repairing cars on the side of the road to becoming a billionaire Um, and how he deals with the growth and the challenge, and if there have been some personal sacrifices. Um, And, you know, what do billionaires know that millionaires don't? And he said, well, the responsibility just gets more and more, and you have more to lose, and there's more people that rely on you, and the pressure can be greater. Uh, And so I think some people perceive that, well, once you're a millionaire or a billionaire, or once you've got your property portfolio, you're, you're a certain level in your business that fear will go away and, you know, you'll be able to relax and retire and chill out and drink pina coladas and smoke cigars and tell everyone else what to do and get a suntan on your sun lounger. Uh, And in reality, it's all just levels. And I personally think it's a paradox responsibility. On the one hand, being responsible for, you know, people and wages and, you know, clients that can build a lot of pressure in people. But I also think it's an amazing privilege. Like we're about to hit 100 staff. We're maybe three or four people off 100 staff across three of our companies, but really they're all in the same building. And I had a little moment of butterflies in my stomach with a gulp, which is like, whoa. You know, like Thomas Cook, who a big local employer, they went bust recently. We actually employed a few of their ex-staff, which I felt really privileged to do that we'd you know, help people in their life and their employment. But, you know, what, I've got this little vision. What if that's us one day? What are the critics are going to say? How do we deal with the redundancies? How do we deal with, you know, the overheads? I mean, our overheads now are pushing a million pounds a month. Uh, and uh, look, I, it wasn't a conscious thing. It was just a little like butterflies, a slight sinky feeling in my in my stomach. By the way, you know, our business is very good, very solvent, very profitable. It has its challenges, of course, like everyone else. But it's just an imagined fear of mine. Uh, And one of my greatest fears is actually going bust. Um, And I remember this slightly um, fluffy, shall we say, woo woo woman saying to me, oh, well, you know, that's irrational. And you've got to get rid of all your fears and you shouldn't be scared of that. And, you know, you get what you focus on. And I thought, well, okay, I understand that and I need to work 
um, to create a, you know, a positive picture in my mind and not be obsessed by that. I agree. But at the same time, fears are natural and fears are there to protect us and fears are there to warn us and fears are there to make sure that we improve and we grow and we self-actualize and we serve. Um, it, fears are what support evolution. Um, so I th- I, what am I trying to say in all this? I suppose one, the billionaire I met, he has his own fears of it all falling apart and the pressure of responsibility. You know, I became a, a millionaire, what, pretty much 10 years ago. It was almost the anniversary. Uh, and I still have these next level fears of responsibility and losing it all. The more critics you get, the more, you, you know, you have people to, you know, I told you so. And, you know, I told you they were going to never make it, etc. You know, and that can become a genuine concern of yours, letting people down. The more people who are responsible for you, the more you can worry about letting people down. Feeling like a bit of a um, imposter. Well, have I got the skills and talents and experience? I'm winging it. I've never done this before. Um, you know, I, and this is sort of imposter thing is quite big at the moment. But all those fears are real. And whilst I've certainly transcended a lot of them and grown through them, and I enjoy putting myself in uncomfortable positions. I still get them from time to time. Like I'm going to do a speech in Scotland, in Aberdeen. Now, the promoter is a lovely person. Um, I've got to know her very well. She's been very kind and helpful and she knows I'll deliver and I know I'll deliver. But, you know, like I'm not that comfortable with speaking to people in Aberdeen in the oil and gas industry compared to speaking to, to people at Champion Con or Expert Empires or Business Breakthrough Summit, where I know I've got my ideal demographic in the room. So there's a certain amount of, oh, what if I don't deliver? What if I bomb? Um, what if she doesn't feel like I've given great value for the fee? I mean, I've spoken in Scotland twice before, and this is how they, they laugh. So there's that little bit of imposter there. Should I be doing this? Am I good enough for this? I've done 1,400 speeches. Um, you know, I've made tens of millions of pounds as a speaker, and I still have this little worry because I'm pushing myself out outside my comfort zone because it's not in Peterborough and not in London. It's in Scotland. And when I do speeches in Dubai and Thailand and Singapore and everything else, it'll, it'll be the same. So Marcus said here, you're not alive if you don't feel some fear. Very true. Um, fear serves you. It serves you to practice more, to prepare more. It serves you to be more humble, to learn, to listen, to research. Uh, it serves you Therefore, to grow, you learn more, don't you, from your potential failures than your wins and successes. Now, I don't think the fear of losing it all or it all going to shit or failing on an epic level, I don't think that'll ever go away because I've spoken to billionaires who still have that. I just think you get better able to manage it because you become more... um, determined, you become more resilient, you have a thicker skin, you worry less about what individuals think about you because you know the bigger you get, people are automatically going to think you're crazy. Most of the billionaires I've interviewed, um, they actually get a kick and enjoy when people tell them that they're crazy. Naveen Jain said to me, if people don't say I'm crazy and my ideas are crazy, then they're not good enough or big enough. Others have said I'm motivated. I'm like enthused and inspired and energised by the people who say you're crazy and you can't do it. And that, of course, grows as you get more successful and you put yourself out there more. Okay, here are some more um, tips to think about then with the fear of um, it all falling apart or epic failure or going bust, etc. But before I do that, a couple of things which are really important for you. 
Um, one is if you hit me up with 500 stars on this live stream, then you can shout out your business, your brand, your podcast, your event, whatever your product or services that you're launching, your website. And 500 stars is just $5 to me. So uh, you can do that right now. And if you do that while I'm talking, I'll actually read the shout out myself. And because you can hit me with the stars and then write it in the comments. Uh, and then if you're watching the replay, you can just do it yourself. 500 stars and then a link to your product, your service, your brand. Just to let you know, I, I'm not able to research the people who share their businesses and services on the thread. So do your own due diligence. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is we have a Valentine's Day special offer coming up uh, tomorrow. And tomorrow is Friday if you're watching the live or today if you're watching it on Friday. Uh, and that is for Valentine's Day only. We're doing a special two for one on 10 of our courses, business, property, personal development. And um, if you're one of the first three to sign up to each course, then you get a, a one hour intimate one to one session with the lead trainer. And if you're a supporter, you get an extra 10 percent off again. So that's quite a sweet, sweet special offer. So make sure you take us up on that. All right, then some more tips to deal with the fear of it all falling apart and being an imposter and not being good enough. Well, one, I've really just said it and I'll summarize. Most people experience that when you're going into something new, you experience that it is normal. So two, stop trying to get rid of it and just start trying to manage it and embrace it. Three, it has equally upside benefits, keeping you humble to the process, keeping you learning, developing, serving your clients keeping you growing, um, making sure that you do proper planning and research and diligence uh, and, you, you know, just making sure that you don't do anything stupid or crazy or flippant or, um, you know, maybe too quick or reactive. It gets you to manage your emotions uh, in real time. Hi, it's Rob here interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. The next thing to think about when uh, this sort of fear of it all falling apart is what if it did? What would happen? Uh, and my biggest fear probably, is, certainly in, my, in terms of my brand, is going bust. And I'm very thankful that in 14 years I haven't. And I don't want to. And I feel really good that I haven't, even when I've had some challenging moments and I've dealt with my cash flow challenges because we're all going to get them at some point. But if I look at businessmen I know, who've, or businesswomen as well, who have been bust once or even twice, I look at them and I go, hmm, 
you know what it's like to go through that. You would understand better about forensic accountancy and administrators and, you know, and managing the creditors and hopefully paying them back. And if not, how to deal with them and how to deal with aggressive um, and upset creditors uh, and, um, you know, the shame and the embarrassment and how you got yourself back up on your feet and what lessons it gave you to grow your business again. And it's probably helped you grow your business even faster. And whilst I know those theoretically, I have not got that experience. So I've not got them in practical reality. And so that's an area of my skill set I don't have because I haven't gone bust. I don't want to go bust. But if I did, or I had to, um, I would use that as a learning experience to then be able to phoenix and rise from the ashes and make sure my next business was even more robust and I'd be even more determined and I'd probably be better at handling difficult situations and challenges, etc. So the, the, the thing that human beings, this is the next tip, uh, have in droves, but it's so latent and mostly unused, and that is resourcefulness. Like if your children were about to get kidnapped or you were about to go bust um, or you were about to lose the very things in life that you love the most, you would get resourceful. You would hustle. You'd go and knock on doors. You'd phone up everyone. You'd message everyone on social media. You would persist and persist and persist until you made the sale, got the cash, did the deal. You would. But the problem is you're not desperate enough yet. You're too comfortable. And we live in this world of comfort, the illusion of comfort, when in fact, you know, as I say, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Well, sometimes the, 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 the warmest comfort is actually your biggest enemy. And comfort can be the enemy of success and comfort can be the enemy of greatness. And it's only when you get really uncomfortable, do you really know who you are and really know what you can achieve? And do you really step up and really get resourceful and really get committed? And, you know, you say, oh, yeah, I'm working hard, but you're not. You're working hard on low value tasks or you're working hard but safe or you're working long but not hard. But are you doing the real things that make the big dif difference, having the big conversations, doing the deals, making the money, making the sales calls, doing the marketing, putting yourself out there? The constant stuff that actually is uncomfortable and can feel scary. Hmm. Uh, so look, I'm not saying you should just relax and just, hey, yeah, cool. Rob says, you know, I've got, I'm, I'm fully resourceful and therefore I, I will just meditate all my success and wealth to me. And I don't have to worry about problems and challenges. I'm not saying that. Uh, by the way, that fear and that worry is very motivating, isn't it? I think transcending and transmuting, look at me with the big words, trans, transmuting the fear energy and the imposter energy and the energy that you beat yourself up, because it's strong energy, it's just inward. It's like a black hole. It's an energy drain and sucker. But, you know, um, they say that energy isn't created or destroyed. It merely changes form. So these, these negative emotions, fear, doubt, you know, lack of self-worth, it's, it's strong energy, but it's pulling in. So it's energy. So then if you can radiate, radiate it out by, right, motivate, use it as motivation to get on the phone and do the sales calls, to put myself out there on social media two or three times a day, to care and serve my clients and WhatsApp them all and see how they're getting on. When I'm feeling pain, put that out and serve others and, and solve their pain then you could turn an inward black hole into a radiant outward star. And often, actually, I serve my clients the best when I'm struggling the most because it's real therapy and catharsis for me. It's a way to take the inward energy and put it out and turn it into something good. Oh, and by the way, you know, when you're helping others, you can't be in your head of how bad things are going for you. And I found this. So I'm not that good at just being alone with my thoughts. And I know that's an area I need to work on, whether it's meditation or just allow myself to be bored or allowing myself to, you know, to feel the pain and the difficult, difficult moments. And I think entrepreneurs are quite um, similar in that, that regard. What do we do? We distract ourselves. We go on social media. We do work. 
Um, you know, we hustle. And actually, a lot of it is just distracting from really feeling those feelings, the good and the bad. You know, often I've got a client who just got an absolutely epic result yesterday. She smashed it. And I'm really trying to help her breathe it in and enjoy the moment and enjoy the day. I don't know what she's like. She'll just be back on it, working hard, working hard, working hard. Forget to breathe in the fact that she just did an epic event and served people in a great way and made significant profit as well. And we have to be careful as entrepreneurs not to hustle our way through feeling life and experiencing life. So for me, I just always distract myself um, and actually learning to okay, breathe in these difficult emotions and then think, all right, uh, how can I turn this into something positive and turning that into caring for your clients? Uh, and um, usually when I'm getting battered the most, my clients are getting loved the most. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe there's some guilt in there. Maybe there's some, you know, not being alone with my own thoughts and some escapism and distraction from my own emotions. But at least I'm turning that energy into something really good. So I don't know what you think about all these tips and, and, and shares. Uh, but look, I think a lot of us do have this imposter syndrome. Uh, the reason I don't think imposter syndrome goes away is because it's all just levels. I think people think you've got it or you haven't got it. You fear failure or you don't. But what happens is it's just levels. So do I feel like an imposter speaking in front of 200 startup entrepreneurs? No. Have I transcended that years ago? Yes. Am I confident in myself in, in that area? Yes. Do I know I can give value? Yes. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Do I get nervous going on the stage doing that? No, I might get a little tingle, which is healthy. Um, cool. But if I spoke on a stage in front of 200 billionaires, would I all of a sudden go, oh, would I feel imposter? Yes, I know I would because I'm human. And that feeling of imposter serves to make us serve the audience, to make us grow, to make us give, to make us improve. So what would I do? I go, right, shit, I need to phone up some of my billionaires. Right, uh, Mr. Billionaire, I'm in a room full of 200 billionaires. As you know, I'm not a billionaire. How can I serve billionaires? What are billionaires' biggest problems? What do you think I should speak about that the billionaires will love? How do I get, get rid of my own imposter, imposter syndrome of not being a billionaire? And go and do as much research as I can, and then go and deliver the talk that I know would work for them. And if I didn't have that imposter feeling, I wouldn't go and do that research and create that great speech which is exa exactly what I did with this keynote speech I'm doing in Scotland. I had a, 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 a 40 minute, something like that, 30, 40 minute conversation with the promoter. Who are your clients? What are the demographics? Um, she said there's three different demographics. Okay. What do they not need to know? What do they not like? What do they like? What are they struggling with? What do you think I do that um, will help them? What are the other speakers speaking about so I can do something unique? How can I make my speech bespoke to this audience? And that is driven by the fear of bombing in Aberdeen. Mm. So uh, I think you all need to get on with your day now. Thanks for tuning in. Um, as you know, I rarely, if ever, ask you to share my work. Um, but I'm going to make more of a commitment with things that I think people are really struggling with and don't talk about to ask you to share to help others. We all have imposter syndrome. We all fear it all falling apart and going to shit. And if you don't at the moment, it means you're comfortable. And when you get uncomfortable, those feelings will creep back because they're natural human emotions. And every human being experiences every human emotion. Unless, of course, you have something physically wrong with your brain and, you know, the release of certain chemicals or parts of your brain. So uh, you're, if you want to go to the next level, you want to make more money in business and you want to push yourself out there, then these imposter syndrome feelings and these fears of it all going to shit, they're going to keep reappearing in different forms at different levels, in different extremities, sometimes little windows, sometimes big. Ah! And you can't have them freeze you. You've just got to have them motivate you and drive you. So please, can you share this video on your social media, in your groups to other people who you think, you know what, they need a bit of a boost, a bit of a motivation, a bit of a lift, some energy, some, some reality. 
Um, you know, I think there are a lot of people out there going, yeah, look at me, everything's great. Look at me, yeah, making loads of money. Everything's easy, look at me. I never get scared, I, you know, and all that. And I just think, you know what? Come on. I know we all feel that like that from time to time. And it's beautiful when you feel that moment of confidence and you should enjoy it and breathe it in and not run away from it or not run through it or not ignore it. Take some time to breathe it in. But you know what? We all also feel these challenges. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, please share this with as many people as you can, because I think it could really help them. I think you're awesome. I love you all. Thanks for being a supporter or just a follower and a fan of my work or a subscriber to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast or a member of my Disruptive Entrepreneur community or however you follow me. I'm really grateful to you. Um, you really do help me every day. I know I've got my followers, my fans, my subscribers, my supporters. And that definitely carries me through each day when I have my own challenges. So I just want to thank you for that. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Thanks for tuning in. 